Hey everybody, it's Andy Little from the EM Over Easy podcast. Here with episode 29, Holiday Gift Guide, where Drew Tanner and myself took the time to sit down and make a list for each of you, the listener, on what you might get for the EM doc in your life. We hope you guys enjoy this episode like you have others. And again, don't forget to follow us on SoundCloud and on iTunes. Welcome to EM Over Easy, everybody. I'm Tanner. We have Andy and Drew here today as well, and we're doing a special holiday edition. Guys, this is one of my favorite holidays. Actually, it is my favorite holiday of the entire year, so I'm very excited about this. I kind of want to lead in, though, with one of your guys' favorite family traditions for Christmas holiday time. Family tradition. Family tradition. I'm an awkward family. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm a cashew. I uh, grew up sure. in a mixed, mixed household. Um, we had a Hanukkah bush uh, in my mom's house. It looks amazingly like a Christmas tree, except it's a Star of David on top. Um, and then uh, regular Christmas kind of thing with my dad. Growing up, it was actually kind of cool. We always did Christmas on Christmas Eve, and then we uh, traveled on Christmas Day nice. to do something. Go on a trip, go yeah. skiing, go, go to the go to the sun, whatever the trip was for that year. Cool. So Christmas Eve was kind of the holiday, but uh, it was fun growing up in a mixed, uh, not mixed household because my parents were separated, but having two different takes on the holidays, having the Hanukkah, Christmaka uh, holiday bush take and then the Christmas tree actual Christmas take on it. So it was kind of fun. Not, not a real tradition, but fun, fun growing up. No holiday armadillo? No holiday armadillo, no. There is a, there's Hanukkah Harry, and uh, as you guys actually both got to see, one of the big family traditions is uh, the turkey man. Yes. Uh, turkey coming man. from my... That was awesome, by the way. Yeah. Hanukkah celebrating... Uh, the turkey man is very similar to Santa Claus in some ways where he comes dressed up and, and hands yeah. out little candies. Yeah. My menorah candy, as, your, as I... Yes. Gelt. <laughs> Gelt. Um, for us, it was mostly uh, getting a Christmas tree. You know, grow up in Montana, you know, we would just literally go out in the woods and be like, that one looks great, and hike up there and cut it down and put it on our, put it on our snowmobiles and, and bring it home. Um, and then we had a big thing where we would alternate Christmases. So we, my parents at the time had a timeshare at this little kind of uh, <clears throat> hot spring in, in Montana, and we would alternate doing Christmas there, and then the next year we would either do Christmas at our house or we'd go to Southern California and do it with grandparents. So cool. um, it was mostly just, just the idea of being together with family on Christmas. So. I have lots of holiday traditions. Um, two of my favorite, though, are I don't listen to Christmas music at all until the day after Thanksgiving. Yes. And then that's all I listen to when I drive in the car. Okay. Mostly because this time of year is very stressful. And even with all the traffic, especially yeah. when you do last minute shopping like me and my brother always did, yeah. you can't be angry when you have jingle bells playing on the radio. It's true. It is hard. It's really hard to be angry with yeah. that. So yeah. I really like that. And then uh, the Christmas dinner we have every year with my family is lobster. And that stems back to the first time we moved out to Boise, Idaho. And we didn't really know anybody, didn't have anything there. And we there wasn't any turkeys available. Oh. And the only thing available at the grocery store was live lobster. Oh, wow. And so every year since then, we've had live lobster. That's awesome. Yeah. I feel like you two are having a conversation right now because Andy's giving all this feedback and I'm just sitting here watching Tanner talk and then Andy go, oh, that's awesome. Oh, wow. Very cool. I, I do the same thing with uh, Thanksgiving moving on to Christmas and Hanukkah, which is Friday the ha- after Thanksgiving. The house transitions from Thanksgiving to Christmas. So Christmas tree goes up, lights go up outside, yeah. stockings are hung and uh, it's a total, you have a, an entire month lead yeah, in. And then New nice. Year's, the day after New Year's, everything comes down. Or if we're traveling over New Year's, everything comes down sure. right before you leave. Yeah. So you get 
four, maybe five weeks of, of Christmas in the house. Beautiful. Nice. Or Christmas for that other half. I like it. Nice. Well, I think Tanner wanted to have us talk about gifts for your EM doc. So we've each come up with a list, or just gifts for docs in general. I mean, we can... Way to steal a thunder, man. You're like, Tanner wanted to do this. He was ready to talk. I kind of felt like it was thunder. a group decision. I think you actually came up with the idea, and I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Well, I was trying to give you credit. He's for like a squirrel with a shiny object. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> so we've all kind of researched a couple things that we thought were important, or just we're going to go around the table. So Tanner, why don't you go first? Well, first off, disclaimer no. is that we... Uh, yes. Don't forget the disclaimer. We are not trying to sell anything. No one's paid us to give any advertisements out, and we don't have enough listeners to really make a difference, probably. But um, we did not. We, this is all just coming straight from us or other yeah. people that gave us ideas. So yeah. nothing to disclose. Yeah, that would be the simple way to put it. Um, so my first gift uh, is kind of a generic one. It's not a specific thing, but it's the gift of time. As ER docs, a lot of times, especially in residency, we are getting just destroyed with time management and having tons of things to do and meetings and whatnot. And so what I really think is a a good gift for somebody that is in our field is something that reduces their their workload when they get home. So someone lawn care, house cleaning, babysitting, something like that that can free us up to do the things that we actually enjoy. Totally agree. That's actually most of mine right there, so I'm not going to have much to say during this yeah. episode. Thanks for stealing it, Tanner. Literally. I'm no. actually now going to have nothing to say. So. I didn't go first. He told me to go first. So for me, the, the big thing that I, probably my favorite Christmas present that I've gotten in a long time um, was I got TSA PreCheck last year. And I know it sounds really Ooh, simple. Um, it's $85. It lasts for five years. Um, as physicians, we do have to go to the occasional conference, and we also like to travel. Um, and I, one of my, to go to time, one of my least favorite things is standing in line for to check into a flight. Um, so you get TSA pre-check. It basically gives you pre-9-11 screening where you walk up, throw your stuff on the conveyor belt, don't have to do the strip down and the and the sit in the x-ray booth and just walk through. So it's uh, pretty simple. I figured it out over the course of five years. It'll cost me about $2 a flight. So it's why, why wouldn't you do it? Let's be honest, Andy. Your motivation, ultimate motivation for TSA PreCheck was when we were running a little late for a flight one morning. Yes. And you <laughs> didn't have TSA PreCheck, and no. I did. And you were the second to last person to get on the flight while I was sitting in my seat, very comfy with a cup of coffee. That is true. And very relaxed, and you had beads of sweat coming down your that is forehead. True. Yeah. So it, it it's a gift of time, like Tanner talked about, yeah. because yeah. really it allows you to <laughs> be running a little behind. Yeah. Show up to the airport a little bit late, yeah. later than maybe we should, but uh, yeah. as doctors, that tends to be our uh, our MO with a lot of things, yeah. and it allows you to sneak right through, and, uh, you know, it's it's getting out of, yeah, the queue is just horrible, let's yeah. be honest. Standing in that long queue and you can cruise through is, yeah. is a nice lie. feeling. The, uh, the times where I watched you two walk through, t- through TSA pre-check while I stood in the queue was not my favorite moments in life. Yeah. Yeah, in fact, when we were flying to your wedding, we were literally, we show up to the airport, and Drew's just like, hey, see ya, and I'm just like praying that I get through. Yeah. And I finally got on, so. So TSA pre-check. Solid. You guys are solid. This is it. I didn't come up with real specific items to order because I, for me personally, and I think a lot of ER doctors in general, we are instant gratification kind of people, so when you want something, you decide to go out and get it. Um, there's not a whole lot of let's let's wait for... Christmas or birthday or Hanukkah or some special event to come along, you're like, oh, there's a new watch. My watch isn't working as well as I want it to because I just dropped it in a bucket of water so I could tell my wife that it's not working as well as I want it to. And I'm going to go out and buy a new watch. That's um, very true. My Amazon so, account is 
proof of that. Right. You just go, oh, this sounds cool. And then with instant gratification, Amazon or, or your shopping of choice, yeah. you click on it, you go. But there's some some nifty little ideas for maybe the budding ER doctor would be a way to go because I, I bet most of us already have these or have our, our method of it. Um, but something I came across when I was doing a little bit of research is a sound machine. So if you live in a, a noisy environment, uh, maybe you have an apartment, your windows face a street, whatever the case may be, get the sound machine so that there can be that white noise, that background noise, so you can get a good, good day sleep when you're coming off a night shift or a swing shift. It's not an expensive thing. It's not a big gift, but that can be a, a big, big difference between somebody's quality of swing shift, night shift, sleeping. So that's, that's number one for me. I love that. I, I listen to a Rainmaker every single night when I go yeah. to bed. It's great. Uh, the next items that I have are kind of the tchotchke Christmas items, but... So can, I, can I make another disclaimer? Yeah. My, my family uh, has been told very explicitly, although my mother just completely violated this over Thanksgiving, that when they come to visit, despite the fact that we have a kid, despite the fact it might be the holidays, they are not to bring tchotchkes. And the number one definition of tchotchke for me is a single-use item that single-use is probably stretching what it's actually capable of doing. <laughs> I had no idea that's what that meant. Yeah. I just thought it was No, like no, to good... me, that's my, that's my, like, you know, I don't want to get a, get something to show up in the house that really doesn't have any useful function, but it's cute. Sorry, mom, I do love you. And I, I just, I, yeah, I, that, I might, that might, that that definition could still play for these. I despise, <laughs> I despise tchotchke. I, yeah. I've, I, I go on tchotchke rampages through my house and de-tchotchify the house I live in. Chachify, I like that. Well, so the, now, sorry, Tanner, go ahead. That's fine. So these two terrible gifts that Drew will hate, uh, <laughs> which is going to be awesome. One of them is a coffee mug that looks like a prescription bottle, and the prescription on it is coffee. Nice. Is the other one one that looks like a urine cup? No, but that would be hilarious. I did, I did see that one when I was looking to get a, a urine cup coffee cup. So it looks Dueling like you're drinking out of a coffee urine cup. cups. That's yeah. funny. Um, and then the other one was a ugly Christmas sweater that says "Don't be tacky," and it has V-fib. Nice. Or VTAC. VTAC. On it. I was going to say, probably yeah. not VFib, but VTAC. It was VTAC, yeah. sorry. Nice. nice. Um, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. And I don't know if there's actually tchotchkes. Uh, you just said something that you could like go through the house and throw away really easily and not No, no, he, he meant it. single use. So, but, like, but a coffee, the sweater a coffee, you can wear more than once. The sweater is going to get you instant gratification the minute you walk into a party. <laughs> And somebody's like, that's awesome. Yeah. And let's be honest, in the comfort of your own home, if you're drinking out of a really tacky coffee cup, but if it brings you happiness, then it's okay. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the avocado pitter that has no purpose in my house. Technically, you can use that more than once, too, though. <laughs> yeah, you could also use a spoon. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I've never, I don't even know what an avocado is it depits the avocado? Well, like, well, I don't. Isn't that I don't what a knife suggest or that, a spoon is for. I don't suggest that as a Christmas present. Okay, Andy, go ahead. Um, <laughs> so for me, uh, to be a little practical, when we're on shift, one thing that I always have in my bag is a headlamp. And so there's a wide array of headlamps that you can have. I actually have a little bit of a headlamp problem. I think I probably have more. There's a group for that. <laughs> I probably have a dozen, maybe two, uh, various headlamps or different different experiences. But one that I found this last year that I actually bought for Tanner for his birthday that I think is an awesome headlamp is uh, a black diamond spot headlamp. Um, you can find it on REI. Uh, it's nice because the batteries last for a significant long time. Uh, but everybody needs a good headlamp on shift. And then for your post-shift adventures, you can also use it as well. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of it. Every ER doc needs a headlamp. I used to always have a headlamp with me until uh, my son went digging through my mm. work bag, and now I have no idea where my headlamp is. 
That's why I buy headlamps for all my kids. Yeah, I need two or three more. Yeah. So great gift, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take that one around. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. Kind of along the the small kind of tchotchke gift thing, and, and also the practical uh, budding doctor thing is uh, something to give you a dark place to sleep. So I'm a big fan of the uh, eye mask. You do mm-hmm. love that. I do. Well, you know, there's a backstory to it. I used to live in a house that was a lot darker uh, during the day, mm-hmm. and then we moved, and, and now my... The back uh, cave? The back cave. I don't have a man cave or sleeping cave that, yeah. that works out real well for me. Uh, instead of having a south-facing, or instead of having north-facing windows, now I have south-facing windows. Yeah. So the sun, as it arches through the, uh, the Midwest, central Ohio sky, is always shining right in the, uh, the bay windows. Bay windows are a little harder to dark out, darken out, so... Yeah. Pull, pull the bl- blinds down, but I can now sleep anywhere in complete darkness with my with my eye mask. So it's a three four hour thing you can pick up at yeah. any drugstore, uh, supermarket, whatever the case may be, and that can be a be a huge difference maker. So these are kind of like more of a stocking stuffer kind of thing, but uh, good stocking yeah. stuffer for an ER doc. It's yeah. a decent idea. I I have uh, we have blackout shades, but there's always a gap. There's always a gap. There's always a gap. I've taken to putting pins. Through through the shade into the wall frame <laughs> to hold it <laughs> to hold it close. Yeah. So so instead of messing up your shades and messing up your wall, you yeah. can just get a mask and you don't even have to pull your tanner's, shade. Tanner's in a rental. And, ha- and, hashtag rental. And like I've, I think I mentioned before, it's really funny the first few times you sleep with an eye mask because you wake up and you forget that you have it on. And you're like... And you're completely disoriented and the dog looks at you like you're crazy. It's, I don't know if pretty, I could do that. How do you know funny. if the dog looks at you because your eyes are covered? Because when I finally get off, she's looking at me with that head tilt going, what is wrong with you, man? WTF. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one I have is kind of a functional one. A lot of us have uh, recently got these because of a competition that we did last year mm-hmm. and got some money for our residency program, but the... Uh, Leatherman Raptor mm-hmm. trauma shears. Awesome. Yep. They're absolutely awesome. Phenomenal trauma shears. Got to keep them clean because they do have a little bit of rust action going yeah. on, I've noticed, when mm-hmm. I use them often. Yeah. Um, but they are super sharp. I think it took, what, three days for some one of the residents at our program to cut themselves with them. So yeah, <laughs> got to be careful. I'm not yeah. surprised. But uh, they are the handyman's tool and will make every uh, paramedic EMS provider that sees you with them uh, very jealous. Very jealous. Very, very jealous. On that same vein, though, uh, I'm a... As EM docs, when we're not at work, we should also be a little prepared to help out. So for your car, because I have to admit that my Raptor shears are in my bag for work, but they're not always with me. Um, Rutherman also makes something called a Z-Rex, which gives you some of the same things. You can tear a seatbelt with it. You can knock out a window, and then you can open an air canister. So if you're doing any pre-hospital stuff or if you just want to put something in your go bag in your car to have if you roll up on an accident or even have an accident yourself, it's something that's pretty resourceful. It's only $25. It's another useful tool that brought to you by Leatherman. So. so you and I take a really different approach to how active we should be when something happens around us. I'm, yes. I'm a big, um, unless it's an absolute dire emergency, mm-hmm. I want nothing to do with the situation, mainly because yeah. I don't have any equipment. Yeah. There's always 12 other people that are mm-hmm. more interested in helping than I am. It's not that I'm not interested in helping. It's just that I realize there's a huge limit to what you can do as an oh, ER doctor outside completely. of your ER. And, and I felt the same way when I was a firefighter and a paramedic. I mean, you, you want to make sure that yeah. the situation is okay uh-huh. and that there's somebody who's capable of handling it. But usually the person capable of handling it is somebody on their cell phone calling 911 or flagging Agreed. somebody down. And, and I kind of recognize me as a doctor. I'm just going to get in the way. But it's true. probably most of my patients and nurses and co-physicians feel that way about me when I'm in the ER too. So 
I don't know, it's just the prepper in me. I grew up, my, my, my parents are big preparedness folks, and I've just always had a, in, in my experiment, I've got a little box I've got, that's got You can see Andy on first aid season stuff. five, episode two of Preppers. Preppers. <laughs> I have a... You can see my dad on it, yeah. <laughs> we'll go visit my dad's house. Yeah, I have a Leatherman rescue, yeah. rescue tool in my car yeah. for, yeah. for emergency yeah. situations. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, something else that uh, I, I'm a... I think it's a cool gift to give somebody as physicians. We have to do presentations. We have to go out there and, and do some talking, put together some slideshows. Uh, recently on a, a forum that I'm a part of, this book came up, and it's Show and Tell by Dan Rome. Uh, D-A-N, awesome last name is R-O-A-M. Um, it's a quick read, a short read. It's a great book to give you a better layout and uh, view of putting together your presentations, PowerPoint or otherwise, kind of form-wise. So it, it literally took me two nights in bed. To, to read and, and get a good gist of. And I will say it has definitely altered my take on putting together the flow of a presentation, not necessarily the storyboard idea and all that kind of stuff, but, but how a presentation should sort of yeah. flow based on what, you're, what point you're trying to get across. So if, if you find yourself in the position that you're giving lectures, giving talks, putting together PowerPoints, or the equivalent of this is a uh, good gift for somebody or a good gift for yourself. Yeah. Nice. For the people who have uh, kind of an artsy side or they enjoy home decor, uh, one of the things that I found is there are a lot of really cool options, uh, especially on like Etsy and things like that, Mm -hmm. for posters of the Hippocratic Oath, uh, which is a really cool gift for any physician because that's, I mean, that is the basis of what we do at the end of, you know, medical school. I'm going to graduate and I'm going to, I can't recite it because I don't know it by heart, but. Well, you, you take the Osteopathic Oath, my friend. We did both. Yeah. yeah, we did both, too. Sorry, yeah. sorry, West Virginia. <laughs> I probably did, too. I just don't remember. <laughs> I blacked out what happened. Blacked out what happened. Wait, wait. And then my, my, my last one that I have a list here for is a bag. Um, we all work on, we all go to shift. We all have stuff that comes with us. You know, for me, it's my iPod. It's my Bluetooth speaker. It's a couple reference books in case, for some reason, I can't remember something. Hashtag first episode. Yes. Well, that, that's what's in your pocket. This is what's in your bag. But we talked um, about what we brought to work. Yes. And so, but that, that all needs to go in something. And so a couple bags that I found, one, one's a bag that I actually have, um, and it is a Timbuktu messenger bag. They've got a really good one. It's about 40 bucks. It's got a good main pocket, a couple smaller side ones. Actually comes with a laptop sleeve if you're into that. Um, but again, it's just a good bag to, to, to put, bring something together. And then one that when I, when I Googled um, uh, bags for, for active people, this one came up. It's a Bestec waterproof canvas bag. It's nice because it looks a little like old school with it being canvas on the outside, but still really functional on the inside. So I was looking at one of our residents' leather bags that he's got. Yeah. The other night. Super expensive. Yes. It was it was a gift to him from someone. Yes. And so he he's like, I didn't pay for this, but if you look it up, I'm sorry that you like it because it's really expensive. It was like nine hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. It's like leather leather saddle leather saddleback saddleback. There it is. Yeah. Not something that I bring to work. Hundred year warranty though, which is crazy to me. Wow, definitely more than any of these bags have. Boom. So, do you have any more, Drew? I have one last one. Um, really, mainly Tanner took all my thunder, which is the gift of time or, or the the atypical gift. But uh, last gift for I think any doctor is a second stethoscope. Uh, we don't think about it very often, but I've actually I now have three of them. Uh, if you work in more than one location, sometimes the stethoscope doesn't make it out of the house, doesn't make it out of the car. Yeah. I like to keep one at my primary site, so it's just always in my locker and, yeah. and ready to rock and roll. Because unlike Andy and Tanner, I oftentimes show up to work with nothing other than me yeah. because everything I have is at the primary site. Yeah. Um, but having that extra stethoscope in your car, at your house, 
you know, listen to your kids, your wife, your friend that yeah, stops over and has something going on, or you, you're just going to a different site and you don't want to have to run to your yeah. primary site to, to grab yeah. it. Or you so, don't want to use the one that's covered in MRSA and various <laughs> things yeah. at home. There it is. So it's um, really actually a solid second gift for somebody. And eventually, stethoscopes do wear out they and do. be replaced. Yeah. So having one in, in waiting, uh, when finally those cracks turn into a full hole and, and it it's just plastic, so you can no longer duct tape it, or eventually it's not going to work. So yeah. that's that's my. It's probably a bigger ticket item gift, but if you're looking for a bigger ticket item for somebody, yeah, you tend to get one when you graduate medical school. But maybe when you graduate residency or you know the first couple years out or something like that, it's worth getting another yeah. one to uh, be able to rock and roll with. Yeah, I've got two quick ones. Uh, the first one is experience. I'm a, I'm an experienced guy. I love going on experiences, seeing things, going to places, and you can do a national park pass for a year, mm-hmm. and uh, I would say that would be an awesome gift for somebody to kind of push them to some awesome sites. Absolutely. And then the other one is more of a practical ER one, which is a if you don't have one already, subscription to Amalma 2's uh, ECG Weekly. Yeah. Phenomenal, quick review once a week Worth of your time, definitely. a really good EKG breakdown. It's a great gift, easy, and will make a lot of people pretty happy. Yeah. Solid. And we sent it out to the listeners, and we only got one reply, but do want a, sh- a shout-out to, to Lee Hilkema, our program coordinator. She's probably our biggest cheerleader, if you, know, <laughs> if you follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Um, she shares every episode. She comments on every episode. Um, and she said the best thing you can give an ER doc is a thank you. Um, and that was pretty apparent this last week. I was at work, and I took care of a co, um, one of our ancillary staff's family members, and I came back to my desk, and there was just a little thank you card, um, which goes way farther than a Prescani or way farther than a review online, but just a little 97 cent card from the store that says thank you and a little a little heartfelt thought. That's as good as anything else we can do. So, yeah. Well, Lee, thanks for the feedback. We appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. Yeah. Happy holidays, everyone. Yeah. Another episode of VM Over Easy. See you guys next time. Everyone be safe. <laughs>